Welcome to Baby Boomer Tales. A couple of weeks ago, my dog Maxie died. I told you this last week or the week before. I told myself she was the last dog I would ever have. As she was dying, laying there on the garage floor, I laid down with her for a long, long time, for a very long time, and petted her and told her it was okay. I addressed her by every name I've ever called her. Maxie Dog, Baby Girl, Maxie Joe, Joe, Me Max, all these little nicknames I've given her over 14 and a half years. And just try to comfort her, and let her know I was there, let her know it was okay, let her know that she's a very, very good girl. Let her know that I've always loved her. Finally, I got up. She was still breathing and laying there, not very responsive at all. I went to the back of our property and dug a grave. I've got a regular pet cemetery back there, dogs and cats. By the time I got back, my maxi dog was, she was gone. I've been having a very hard time with this. I don't know why, but I think I've located the source of why I'm just probably the saddest I've ever been with a dog dying. Now I've become very attached to my dogs and it's always a hard thing, but this one's the hardest I think. Maybe it's because I'm getting older, but I think it's because in my heart I know She's the last dog I'll ever have. I've made that decision. And I'm not saying it's etched in stone or anything, but Maxie Joe's my last dog. That brings me to sitting down here in front of my microphone, putting this podcast together today. And I'm just going to talk about that sense of loss that a person can have over various things life can throw at you. Now for the song of the week. Our song of the week this week is Don't It Make My Brown Eyes Blue by Crystal Gale. It was released in 1977 and it became the number one song on the Billboard country music chart for four weeks. It was number two for three weeks on the Billboard Hot 100 chart. This song became Crystal Gale's signature piece throughout her career. She also won a Grammy for Best Female Country Vocal Performance for this song. Tell me you love me and don't make me cry. Say anything, but don't say goodbye. You can experience a sense of loss from many, many things in life. You can experience it from a divorce or a breakup. They say that divorce is the most stressful thing a person can ever go through. And I figure it's probably because when somebody dies, they're just gone and there's nothing you can do about it. But a breakup or a divorce, perhaps, and I'm not in your shoes if this has happened to you, so I don't really know. But that question has to roll around once in a while. What if I have done something differently? Another way that a person experiences a sense of loss is losing a job. 
I have experienced that, and it was devastating. And it took me a long time to not only get over it, but to seek forgiveness towards those that I felt were involved in my demise. Having a miscarriage? I know we comforted ourselves saying that baby is in heaven waiting for us. And I believe that's true. I do, because I believe the word of God. But it still doesn't really take away all the pain that we experience from that loss. Retirement, there's a sense of loss. So often, especially with men, they die shortly after they retire. That's why I'm always preaching to find something to do. That's why I always come back to that I do a podcast. One of the reasons is because of that loss. That's just one of the reasons, though. You can just feel like you are inadequate and that emptiness can overtake you if you let it. Don't you let it. Here's another way to experience a sense of loss. And I'll try to put a few kind of things that will make you smile in here. Because by no means do I want to make this a sad, sad thing. Death is part of life. Losing or changing jobs is part of life. And this one surely is part of life. Sending your favorite t-shirt to the rag bag. I hate that. I'll wear some of these t-shirts around here until they are truly rags. But gone are the days where my wife sneaks it away from me and throws it away. Nope. We had too many fights over that one. Let me retire it on my own, please. Please. I've got so many more, I take pictures of them. I lay them out. I wash them. I lay them out all nice. Take a picture of the front or the back, you know, whatever it says on it. Perhaps the front and back doesn't matter if it's full of holes and necks ragged. That's what I do to send it off to the rag bag. How I started this, having your pet die. Doesn't matter if it's a goldfish or a cat or your horse or what or your dog. You know, Christians say, death, where is your sting? Remember that. It may hurt for a while, but don't let that sting kill you. There is no sting when you believe that the circle won't be broken. So they're gone and you're still here. Whatever it is, if it's your t-shirt or your dog, you're still here. Here's one that it does sting and it does hurt. And I hope you have never had to experience this. And I thank God Almighty that I never have. Having a child die. I've had friends that that's happened to. And it may be the worst thing to have to go through that's on my list here. You can cry for your loved one, cry for yourself, cry for your family and those close to you. Let me continue this with some of mine. My mom, when she died, that still bothers me a little bit. It was so hard on her leading up to that day of death. And I made a tribute podcast to her and I listened to that more than I listened to any of my other old podcasts. My dad dying, it was a shock. I thought he was fine and then he was dead. That was very hard but it wasn't drawn out. At least it wasn't drawn out but I didn't get to say goodbye. My friend Dave, I made a podcast about Dave 
both my grandparents are gone. When my dad's father was dying, I, I got to go down to New Mexico to see him and tell him goodbye. He didn't know me, and that was the hard part. He had just kind of escaped into another level of consciousness and thought I was his butcher from Nebraska that had ridden a covered wagon down to see him. But just for a minute, he knew who I was, and he was lucid for just that short time. Then he went back to I was his butcher. When I left him, I went into the chapel of the hospital and cried like a baby. I like to say cried my eyes out. The other grandparent I got to say goodbye to was my mom's mom, my favorite grandparent. I got to see her when I was coming home from my mother's funeral. I stopped by the nursing home she was in and got to spend an hour or so with her. And she told me some wonderful stories and just seemed just fine. But I knew, I knew it was the last time. And it was. Another one, when I lost my store in Colorado, most of the events were beyond my control, but looking back, I could have done some things differently and maybe perhaps survived and still lived there in that little town up in north central Colorado, my hometown. And that event led to us moving to the Midwest. And to this day, 30, almost 35 years ago now, Every once in a while I trip out on, I should have done this or I shouldn't have done that and I should have seen this coming type thing. But you know what they say, shoulda, woulda, coulda. When we first moved into our new home, my mother-in-law died helping us move. She had congestive heart failure and she passed away right like the day before we had to vacate our home and move into our house. Well, about two weeks later, we'd gotten a couple kittens to be farm cats. As I was backing out of our garage, I ran over one of the kittens. And during that time, my mother-in-law dying and the funeral and all this and the moving and all, all that, I really didn't have any time to reflect and to grieve for her. And I got out of my truck and I looked at the cat. I didn't think I'd run over it. I thought it was just laying there with something red in its mouth. And it was blood. And I lost it. Totally lost it. I thought I was going to lose my mind. My wife thought I was going to have a breakdown over a cat. You know, I've run over several cats out here. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's not a happy event, but it's not something to totally, totally have every emotion of yours flood out of you and you're hopeless and helpless to do anything about it. And that's what running over that cat did to me. My wife's dad just died. We're going to have the memorial service here in a few days. Weeping may endure for the night, but joy comes in the morning. Psalm 35. Here's another one. Loss of youth. Men go through a male menopause, a lot of them. And that is, has to be, something regarding their loss of youth. That's why you see them buy motorcycles and red Corvettes, get a girlfriend or something stupid. You know, it happens. It does. And when I say something stupid, I am not calling anybody names. It's a sad state of affairs, really. 
And there's no way you can tell a guy that's going through that that he's switched tracks and a train's coming at him full bore. There's just no way you can tell them. If you know someone like that or you are somebody that went through that, all I can say is love conquers all. How about this one? And a lot of us go through it. I don't think I did. I was always ugly. It's the loss of your looks, our youthful looks or whatever, the loss of them. That kind of goes along with our loss of youth pretty much. But I tell you what, I see some handsome old people. I do. You could tell they were total beauties when they were younger. But were they? Beauty is what's inside you. Anyway, where am I? The death of a partner? I don't want to even think about that one. And yet at my age, there's a huge percentage of us that are widows or widowers. I think that has to be about number two to losing a child. Maybe number one. If you lose a child and they're, you know, an adult, maybe it wouldn't be as bad as losing a child that was a little kid or a baby. I don't mean to be a downer here. Don't worry. Be happy. And that brings me to this. The loss of a big game. People in Buffalo have to go crazy. They've been to four Super Bowls and never won one. You know, that can run someone's life. Loss of a big game. Sounds silly. I can't hardly relate, but it happens. It happens. How about this one? A lot of guys say this. Marriage. Marriage. You lose your freedom. Well, if you're of that mindset, your marriage is doomed from the start. I'm sorry to say that, but it is. Friends that have died. The older you get, the more friends you'll have that have passed on. How about famous people or presidents? Presidents, really, the nation mourns at a president. When John Lennon died, people were upset, but possibly England mourned. I don't know. I don't know if they mourned when Lennon died like they are right now with the Queen dying. But famous people. You know, some of your favorite TV people or music people or whatever, when one of them dies, it makes you stop and ponder and reflect. It does. I always say in sports that you have to know how to lose and able to be a good winner. It is better to win than to lose. But whatever we do in life, there's going to be loss. Don't let that pull you down. Smile on the inside. Know how blessed you were to have known that person or experienced that job or had a youth that you survived and now you're in your golden years. Don't lament. Just look forward with confidence and thankfulness. It's going to be all right. Don't you know it's going to be all right? And on the lighter side, our unusual fact of the week, a jiffy is an actual unit of time. It's one one-hundredth of a second. I'll be there in a jiffy. Always be kind. You don't want to look back and wish you were. I'll be back next Wednesday. Don't forget to find us on the internet, babyboomertails.com. This is Jim. Peace out.